All right, what is going on, guys? We're back again. Um, uh, say something real quick. Say something real quick. All right, cool. We're good. Okay. All right, what's going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. And we're back on here with episode 95 of right. the show, man. Um, we got our boy Durante in the chat. What's going on, bro? Thank you again for coming back. Uh, we got we got Eric, man, one of our new listeners, if or new in the chat, at least. Um, what's going on, bro? Good to see you guys back. Thank you guys for coming back. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, oh, before, Durante, before we answer, before we answer your question, before we answer your question, how's life? Uh, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday at four o'clock Central Time, we are on here with the news, man, and that's how we're on here doing today. So, with that being said, if this is your first time watching, oh. Before we get into that also if you guys did miss that uh, this past monday's episode of unscripted the aew adam cole problem and wwe's clueless clueless booking of the wwe championship going into wrestlemania season you guys can uh watch that live on everything you can find the notorious Hills podcast on including spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, and um, uh, Anchor, and if you want to see it first, you come right here. I know I was fucking. I always forget Anchor. Um, and if you want to see it first, you come right here on YouTube and join us every Monday after Raw and uh, every Friday at 4 p.m. Central Time before SmackDown. So, yeah, man. Um, also, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how uh, who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the hosts of this very show and as for the other half we got my man sir k here how's it going man it's going good man it's going good just chilling out doing my normal thing man as you can see the room is painted i'm just getting my shit on the walls should be there soon but other than that man i'm doing good dying light came out it's fucking unbelievable man and i'm just chilling bro i'm just chilling but uh what about you bro how have you been yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm chilling. Um, yeah, just excited to play Dying Light again later. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited to play it again later. Uh, the ship was heat uh, from what we got, what we got to play last night. So, hell yeah. Uh, now it is. Um, now it is even. Um, it's gonna be even cooler now that I've kind of watch some tutorials and kind of uh things you should do first those kind of videos so now yeah because yeah last night was it last night was a struggle bruh last night was a struggle i couldn't survive in the stealth to save my life it was good it's just i suck my my weapons suck uh i kept getting caught this shit was this shit was just a disaster but the game feels great as we all knew it would uh everything's great in the game um yeah, it's 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 fucking great from what we've played so far. Uh, but those games are kind of one of those games where it's kind of meant for you to kind of suck at first. 
kind of like Far oh, Cry, yeah. where you just where you kind of suck at first, but that that's kind of the point of it. So you can't get mad at that, but it doesn't take away from the fact that I was complete ass in the stealth last night, bro. I don't know what the fuck was going on. That shit bro. was a, oh god, I look like a damn moron. <laughs> damn moron, bro. Yeah, but um, we ended up not getting to go to Dynamite on Wednesday yeah. because for anybody that is familiar with Chicago weather or anything like that, we got snowed in, bro. So uh, I I uh, I, t- I talked to Jesse to see if they kind of said when they were coming back again, and they didn't. So I don't know when they'll be back, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. At least we know we're getting a pay per view. Oh yeah, we're getting all out for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's not too bad, man. The episode we'll talk about it unscripted, but it yeah, it, it, was, it was all right. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. It was all right. Uh, yeah, man. Um, so that's how our life is going. But what about you, Durante, man? How how is life, bro? How is life? Why is Goldberg coming back? <sighs> Vince, who's getting buried next? Yeah, for real. Big oh, yeah. E back in the tag division. His singles push is over. Uh, actually, yep. we're going to talk about that first since that's the oldest piece of news we have. It actually came out last Friday during SmackDown. Raw is like a cesspool. Nobody wants to see it or fucking watch it ever. I can't wait to see my boy Limitless Keith fucking Lee. How about hey. you guys? I'm excited. Yo, Bruce. What's up, bro? I heard you don't like excitement. <laughs> Well, you can G-F-Y. Hey. Go fuck self. I love Go it. Go fuck self. I love it, bro. I love it. Bro, See your comment on social media as well, Durante, on my Instagram. I love hey. the show. Well, we love having you here, bro, and we love doing this oh, yeah, shit bro. for you guys, man. So thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. Anyway, leading, that, leading us into our next point, Big Etor. Ah, Biggie, let me find this really quickly. Uh, ah, there it is. All right, man, Biggie. Uh, to um, go off of Eric's statement, Biggie is back in the tag division. His singles push is over. Well, with that, Biggie has made various appearances on SmackDown the past few weeks despite being a Raw superstar. Damn, I genuinely did not even know that. Um... Uh, I would have I would have ranted on unscripted, man. Come on, WWE drove me away from watching SmackDown and fuck it now because the show is just so irrelevant. At least you can at least with Raw, it's like a fucking abundance of rants. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, but SmackDown, I, SmackDown, I, there's I, nothing fucking it. happens, bro. Nothing happens, man. But uh, WWE drove me so far away from SmackDown, I didn't even know Biggie's been appearing on the show. That was that could that's a couple lost rants for unscripted man. God damn it! Um, I couldn't have told you, bro. Never saw that. <laughs> However, during last night, well, this was written six days ago. Uh, last Friday's episode of SmackDown, WWE confirmed that he has officially moved back to the blue brand. Oh, wow! Lucky wow. man. Wow! How intriguing! What he a gets fucking... to face the Usos for another year. Wow. Yeah, and Woods is back anyway. It just literally right before we came on here, it dropped that Woods is uh, he's um, back. He's he's not on the injury reserve anymore. So, you know what this means? 
during the summer, we're going to have to get the Bloodline versus the New Day. Oh, and WWE man. is going to do one of the things that they're going to eventually do with McIntyre. You know how mm-hmm. they gave us the Roman versus McIntyre Survivor Series feud, and then they put them on SmackDown because they want to do something with it. Well, now this is happening with Big E, but I really don't want to see Big E versus Roman Reigns. They, no. I love Big E. Don't get me wrong, but they just haven't done shit with him. Like, they, you know, I feel like most uh, of Biggie's hype came came from the fans and his Mm -hmm. colleagues just liking him. I feel like none of that really was from WWE genuinely wanting to do something with him. No, they never did. You know, I feel like most of... Yeah, I feel like most of his hype is is just people wanting to see him do good. But WWE just, they didn't show the intrigue with Kofi. They did in the beginning. And I mean the very beginning. Way before they put him in fucking five weeks worth of gauntlet matches. Way before that. They, you know, but that was short-lived. I mean, the Mania moment was great, but the build-up sucked. I mean, the promos were good, don't get me wrong, but all his, like, matches in between, you know, the whole gauntlet, the fucking uh, eight-month-long gauntlet run, you know, that, you know, building up to Mania was, it sucked. I mean, the promos were good, I get what they were going for, but, you know, they, they, they never showed the intrigue with Kofi. I mean, look at the way he lost the belt. Look at his title reign in general. His whole thing was filled with feuds with Joe that didn't make sense. Ziggler that made no sense. It wasn't me, or... It should have been me. Uh, who, uh, the Orton one was the only one that was good. And then he lost to Brock in eight seconds. So Exactly. So, it, you know. What, what do we expect? Big E's title reign sucked. Big E's title reign mm-hmm. flat out sucked. Xavier Woods may be one of the most useless King of the Rings ever. Uh, the, oh, man. Nothing. Not a single it, thing with him. Not a damn thing. As a matter of fact... The fucking week after he won the thing, he it was getting stomped on by Roman Reigns. If, if that ain't symbolism, man, I don't know what is. Exactly. Exactly, dude. Uh, so Big E moves to SmackDown. Big E moves to SmackDown, and what do you fucking know, man? What do you know? This... Ah, this company, bro. They they move Big E to SmackDown with little to no intrigue, and and that that that's literally that. And he's gonna go on to be on SmackDown because they don't have any baby faces. Exactly, bro. Exactly. I don't got nothing. You know what I would have loved. Draft. Hmm. You know what I would have loved to see. Genuinely, I would have loved to see AJ. AJ Styles win the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I would have liked to see him go up against Roman Reigns and not Bobby Lashley. I would have liked to see an AJ Styles-Roman Reigns feud. I'm just thinking about this because, you know, uh, just kind of the topic of, you know, baby faces on SmackDown. There he is. Yep. Exactly. There he is, you know, um, AJ Styles. I Just thinking about that now. I don't know why you're moving Big E. He's not even going to be put in place for a title match anyway. He's just going to go right back to being a tag team guy. I said this when I when they, when they he lost the belt. These New Day boys need to need to go somewhere else. I, they've literally they do. done 
all they can in WWE. Literally, Literally everything. Everything. They don't need this place. They could do no. better anywhere else. Literally. They can they can go to New Japan and be just fine exactly. and, and you know generate more interest than whatever WWE's doing with them at the moment, man. But but uh yeah, Biggie Biggie moves to SmackDown and I don't know why they're doing this. Uh, you know, he's he This Roman's gonna be busy anyway, so why are exactly. you moving him now? Who knows, bruh. Who knows? It makes no sense. They just want. They just need tag matches on that show for now. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. I mean they they do have no literally tag. no tag team division. Uh, non-existent. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So Biggie moves to SmackDown in a completely uh, mind-boggling move. Um, and with that, we were actually talking, I don't think I have this in the news, so I could just talk about this now. This actually just dropped, uh, right before we came on as well. Speaking of baby faces and title situations, wait do you fucking hear this. Dave Meltzer mentioned that there, there wasn't a plan originally to do a title versus title match at WrestleMania between Brock and Roman. But plans change so frequently that they're trying to keep them both as strong as possible. Meltzer then went on to state that the feeling in creative is that... Uh, I don't know why you put VKM. The feeling in creative is that Vince McMahon will decide on the title versus title match. And Lesnar will end up winning the title back at Elimination Chamber. People in the company have also stated that Heyman and Lesnar are both pushing for the title versus title match. What? Wait, wait. If so, you're gonna... mm -hmm. what were you going to say? First of all, if we're going to want him to stay the champion, why would you give it back to Bobby? Just take him off. You know how bad that's going to make Bobby look when he loses? At the chamber? And second of all, why do these people want this title versus title match so much? Who, like, out of all things that, like, need to end with the brand split and whatnot, the men's singles doesn't need that help. Tag team division needs to be combined. The women's division needs to be combined. But they could survive, still, adding two separate world champions and the way they book things, they, the whole reason they need two separate world championships is the way they book things. Look at Roman. Roman, If you want yeah. Roman to be a champ, uh, even after he beats The Rock, what is anybody else going to do for fucking a year and a half? Nothing. Nothing more than a resort to the U.S. title, the IC title. You, This company needs a second world championship, not because of a roster not because I know that, just because they don't know how to book a singular world champion. They don't know how to make, how to do one thing, the world champion, while still making everything else important. If they combine those titles, this whole company will genuinely be just Roman. Yeah. I, they, they will get unbelievably bad after Mania, to the point where we might not be watching soon after Mania, bro, if they combine those titles. But... You know, I don't get it. 
you know, we we discuss we discuss all the time, you know, like damn, what if the day is gonna come where we genuinely just talk about AEW shit because of shit like this? You put the championship on Bobby Lashley with the help of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. That already didn't help. And in his first title defense, you are going to take it off of him. And then, and then, we said on Monday, if you don't have any plans for Bobby Lashley and you want to get the championship, you want to get the championship on somebody else in the chamber, but you want their challenger to not come from the chamber because they just lost the chamber, so why would they get a championship match at Mania? And you need them to come from somebody that's not in the chamber? You can either put it on Seth and have mm-hmm. him face Owens, because Owens isn't in the chamber, or you put it on Matt Riddle, and we got some news on this as well, and you have him face Orton. Exactly. Like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns hogging the men's championships at WrestleMania does not do any good for the RK-Bro story that's been told damn near perfectly up until this point. And the Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens story, which hasn't gone on for as long, but I think they can do some good stuff. You know, um, I think they could do some good stuff. I don't know if they need the WWE title, but WWE, as the past couple months, seem as seems like they really want to put the WWE title on Seth, but they just don't mm-hmm. know when to do it. You know? Exactly. Um, personally, I would put the fucking thing on Matt Riddle. Personally. personally. Well... I would keep it on Bobby Lashley, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, if if you have to change it, if you have, if you to, have to change it, I wouldn't you. put it on Seth. Not only because him and KO faced each other uh, two years ago at Mania, but I don't think the story's fully developed yet with those two. I think there's no, a little bit no. more you can do there. But exactly. the RK Bro story is perfect, and Matt Riddle perfect. wins. And then Easy. who beats Matt Riddle for it? That's where Seth Rollins comes in. Great exactly. shit. Seth deal. versus Riddle. That would be fire. And they did squash the beef. They did. So Seth is willing to work with him now. So that's good. That's some good shit, man. But combining, bro, imagine how terrible that Mania card will be if those are the only two that are going for those two world titles. Imagine Bobby will have some fucking first day one match and the fucking probably the match after the opening of the show. Fucking... Seth will have a match after that match. Like, dude, that card for me will be so ass if they combine those titles, man. Oh, bro, I'm scared. Oh, I'm scared. I really hope they don't. And I feel like they want to. Because it'll solve their network problem. Because they don't know how to fucking work with networks. They can't do one thing without pissing the other one off. God, it, it's a fuck fest, bro. It really is. I'm scared. Dude. Uh, this company, man. This company, bro. Yeah, you do not need Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to hog the men's championships at WrestleMania. That's not good nope. for anybody because then what and does everybody else on Raw get? US you know? title? And then, and then you put, yeah, yeah, and then you put the title on Roman, and then you put the WWE title on Roman, 
then really, then nobody in the company gets shit. Because who the fuck exactly. beats Roman? Nobody. Literally nobody. You know, or WWE goes the the fucking cheap route, puts them in a triple threat like they normally do when they have a w, when they have a double champion, puts them in a triple threat uh, a month after uh, a month after the WrestleMania pay per view, and have them lose it there. But then that defeats the purpose of of, of everything. Because why exactly. would you even make them a double champ like they did with Becky? They have Is her fucking lose. Yeah, they ever lose the SmackDown title a month after a month after she's um after she won the fucking both belts. So what was the point anyway? It makes no sense. Ugh, dude, Stupid as hell, bro. Run shit. And They've that really does been... not, absolutely not need to happen, bro. It really does not. It really um, does not. Yeah, and with that, um. Bobby Lashley, WWE has no idea about future plans for Bobby Lashley. This literally came out the day after the Royal Rumble. Literally, bro. Come on. Bobby Lashley, uh, Bobby Lashley then became, Bobby Lashley became the number one contender for Brock Lesnar's WWE title a few weeks ago. The two would have confrontations on Monday Night Raw to set up their feud properly. The Almighty and the Beast clashed at the Royal Rumble for the WWE Championship. In the end, Bobby Lashley won the match after Paul Heyman turned on Brock Lesnar. Following Lashley's win, Russell Votes took to Twitter and reported that WWE legitimately has no plans for Bobby Lashley, especially for WrestleMania 38. Lesnar had to be the winner here i'm told legit i'm told they legitimately have no idea what the wwe title match at mania is going to be at this point avoid the pig avoid the old pigeonhole wwe will have to uh, we will have to wait and see what wwe have planned for bobby lashley as the wwe champion in the coming months as wrestlemania season is in full swing and that came from Meltzer. That came from Meltzer. So, WWE. I fucking hate when they do this. By Survivor Series, you need to know what your Mania card is going to be. Exactly. You really should. At SummerSlam, things need to be penciled in. Exactly. You need to really start your idea. And then by Survivor Series, you should know. It's Royal Rumble, and they don't know. How is that possible? I don't know how you run a company like that, bro. How? Like, I couldn't even imagine doing universe mode like that. How? Oh, how no. Do things like that. When we used it. to do universe mode, I had shit for the next two months written. Exactly. For the next, exactly. well, eight, eight weeks, two months. For the next eight weeks shit. of content. Exactly. I had shit for the next game ready in my head. Same. I'm going to do the next game. Like, yeah. I wanted I to keep Asuka as my Raw Women's Champion until, 2K, until the end of Universe Mode 2K20. <laughs> like, that, how do they not think like that? How do you... Do weekly television like that. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, I had eight weeks of TV 
your episodes all written out. You know what I mean? But as far as feuds and who I wanted to take the belts from who, I had, you know, like Sir K just said, I had that shit mapped out till fucking 2K20. Literally. Like, what? How do you not fucking think about it like that? How do you think we're going to make this guy the champion? All right, who could take it from him when he's done? How do you not think like that? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to put the title on him. Oh, who's going to beat him? You don't fucking know. What? Like, I understand having that element of who gets over, who gets injured. you got to always plan for that and have that in mind, but they don't. Yeah. They don't even have yeah. that part in mind. They're just, beats me. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get how they run shit like that. I, I, I genuinely genuinely don't bro they bro you like and i and i just brought this point up because it's boggling my mind you have him beat brock with the help of roman reigns as if that did not make him look bad enough and now you have zero plans for the man and He's going into Mania probably not as WWE champion because, like, dude, if Heyman and Brock are advocating for this, and if you wanted to do this championship versus championship match, and if Vince is most likely gonna, gonna, uh, you know, gonna want to do it, why would you even consider having Bobby Lashley take the belt from him? Exactly. You're just going to make him even look like more of a loser when he has to lose it again. He's going to lose it again in the Elimination Chamber. He's going to get pinned. He's going to fucking... He's going to have to get pinned in the Chamber, probably by Brock. And, and then that... And then what's that? That tells yeah. you... That tells you right there, uh, as a viewer, he wouldn't have beat... Bobby Le- or Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. The only reason he beat him was because of Roman Reigns. And how does that make Bobby sure. Lashley look going into Mania? I fucking said this when he lost the WWE Championship, and a year from now, we're going to be looking at Bobby Lashley and saying, "What the fuck happened?" Guarantee mm-hmm. you, by September, if he's still with this damn company, even Bobby Lashley is going to be a shell of his former self because of dumb ass decisions like this. It's not hard to book. It's exactly. not, it's really not that hard to book, bro. Make and fucking plans. They do, that shit goes through a chamber. We already got our, another contender for let down or failed run of the year. And it shouldn't be there. It really oh, shouldn't be there. Let A let down of the year, 100%. Unle- unless WWE gives us a ton of them this year. Uh, one of the ones that's, which they probably will. One of the ones that I, I already have in my brain is Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at the Royal Oh, 100%. Rumble. That was a letdown because we kept saying it. That wasn't what Bobby wanted. That He didn't get his match. No. A couple fucking sparring suplexes here and there, and then the match was over. <laughs> then Roman had to come in, of course. Not every... This company is not going to survive if it's just Roman, 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 bro. Exactly. It's really not. You know, fucking put stock into everybody and then your show will just be more interesting overall. You you think that's not rocket science to them, but it is. (sighs) 
the other guy that we were talking about with these mania plans, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle was originally set to win the Royal Rumble. Damn. Why? Did you like, why did Brock Lesnar have to win that Royal Rumble? Why did you think that that was the right call? I don't get it, bro. That was such a good and shocking moment. Let him and Orton be the last two, and let him just throw. Let him let Orton try to throw him over, but Matt Riddle learn from all from all of Orton's help not to trust him and just tosses him over, bro. Come yeah, on, that's, man. That's Come perfect. On. That's perfect, bro. <sighs> Matt Riddle was originally set to win the Royal Rumble match, according to PW Insider. Randy Orton was also discussed as a as a potential winner before WWE went to uh, went with Brock Lesnar. And then, with that, Brock Lesnar's Royal Rumble entry was kept pretty quiet, but the talent was told earlier in the day before the Royal Rumble event even started. <laughs> Bro, Brock's winning. Day of. Hey guys, yep, Matt Riddle, not going to win anymore. Uh, it's not going to be this uh, Riddle or AJ. We're just going to go with Brock just for another fucking match with Roman. We're not going to give Matt Riddle uh, a great storyline payoff for the RK Bro thing. And then that would have been absolutely perfect. Matt Riddle goes oh, into WrestleMania and comes out comes out of WrestleMania after learning from Randy for the past year uh, not to trust anybody and to, you know, kind of be serious when it's needed. It's a fucking perfect story, bro. It's a exactly. perfect story. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know uh, although they'll end the feud, you know, as enemies technically, I would still like that feud to kind of end with uh, Randy Orton just nodding to him. You know, I mean, just something. Yeah. exactly. I feel like it's one of those moments where Randy can do that, and it would be perfect, bro. It really would be perfect. And it's absolutely, 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 bro. It, it's it's ridiculous, man. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how much. Fans have to tell you, you know, it's it's bad enough. Nobody wants to see Roman and Lesnar again at Mania for the fucking twelfth year in a row. But Literally. now you want to put both titles on them and completely have them hog the all the spotlight Everything. at Mania. Like, dude, what? Makes no sense. Makes no fucking sense. Uh, an update on RK Bros partnership. WWE originally wanted Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle at SummerSlam last year. However, decided to hold off until Mania. According to WrestleVotes, not only a handful of creative members want to split them, and that if they do, it should be for the WWE Championship. And all those creative members are absolutely correct. Exactly. All those creative members are absolutely correct. If I'm fucking creative, I'm... Constantly, constantly pushing. Do not have Roman and Brock hog WrestleMania. Exactly. Do you not know, let other give people us something do different. Shit. 
Give us something fucking different, man. Have that shit open the show. Night one of Mania. Or night two. Doesn't matter, you know. Something. Or have it main event. You know, it either needs to be in the main event of one of those shows or the open. Exactly. One or two. Either, I would say either the open of night two or the main event of night one. I like because that. Because, sadly, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, ah, fuck. Ronda Rousey and Charlotte's going to main event one of those shows. It's going to main event night one, unfortunately. Exactly. So I would have to open night, night two. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Um, it's, it's perfect, bro. It's perfect. Everybody loves this pairing. Everybody wants to see a proper payoff and you're going to have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns hog the show for what? For, for what? what, man? Makes no fucking sense. It's ridiculous, man. It's, it's really fucking ridiculous. I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Don't know how they can't do a payoff. Mm, when they know. Chat, you haven't read it in a minute. What were you saying mm -hmm. before I read? And the worst part is, they know what to do. They're just not doing it. That's the worst part with this riddle stuff. They know what they were going to do it. And you're saying, nah, let's not have a payoff. I don't get it. This company... You know, people wanted Roman Reigns to be healed so bad. And, you know, the more you fucking do this as we get closer to this match with The Rock... The more you fucking do this and, and just try to shoehorn him into every championship and every storyline and interfering with this and that, it's like, just make it's going to make people stand. hate him again. Exactly. They're starting it. They're really starting it again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um... Eric in the chat. Keith Lee going to AEW. We got some news on that, bro. We got some news on that. Stay tuned. AEW Revolution uh, is from Durante. AEW Revolution is going is going to blow WWE in a fucking cesspool. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Hashtag can you feel it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, can't wait. Uh, Eric Season. says WWE told not to hire Shane. We uh, oh, yeah. also got some news on that. Um... Durante, anybody miss the fuck out of Bailey? I oh, do. Man. Good lord, bro. I miss Bailey so much, bro. I swear to God, man. I miss Bailey so much. I miss Bailey so much, bro. She She is the she is the only intriguing woman they have on that roster. Genuinely. Oh, 100%. Somebody genuinely. who's genuinely good at and knows their stick. It's it's just, she's great. She's amazing, man. I, I can't wait for her to come back. There's actually news on her that her and Asuka are looking to come back soon, which is thank fuck. Really? really? Yeah. Thankfully, nice. man. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Yeah, I'm assuming those shows after Mania they'll save them for. I can see it. I can um, see it. Durante says, is, is it Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at fucking Elimination Chamber? We got some news on that, but I'll say this. It looks like it, bruh. Logie. Logan in the chat. What's going on, bro? What is going on, dude? Oh, shit. Jonathan fucking Fedna. He's back. Hello, Notorious Heels. WWE has gone bad. Absolutely, bro. They really have. You throw it away with words, my friend. Love it. 
Yes, I barely miss. Yes, I miss barely. Women's wrestling was better with her Bailey. in each. I think they, I think it was a typo, but man, man, oh man. <sighs> yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we got we got some news on a lot of the stuff you guys are talking about, man. So we're gonna get to those in just a minute. But dude. Uh, Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle and Randy Orton, they just deserve the proper payoff, bro. Not everything needs to be about Roman, bro. Not everything needs to be about Roman. This, this is this is what drives people away from the company, man. The oh, same yeah. old fucking shit and the same old people. Do I want to watch WWE where I just see an abundance of one guy, or do I want to watch a company like AEW where? You know, you, you get you get a little bit of everybody. You get a little mm -hmm. bit of everybody, man. And and in there uh, is a, a little bit of of like every gimmick. You know what I mean? Oh Jesus Christ! Um, you you get a little bit of you get a little bit of of every gimmick. They kind of touch on every demographic, bro. You like a rich gimmick? You got Andrade. You got Matt Hardy. I don't know who's watching AEW for Matt Hardy, but I digress. You you're you're an emo fuck. You got you got Darby Allen, you got exactly. Malachi Black, you got the darker characters, man. You you just got great. You, you want to watch just great wrestlers. You got Brian, you got the Bucks, old school wrestlers. You got Cody, you got FTR, you have MJF. There's a little bit of everything. Or do I just exactly. want to watch one guy that's wearing a shirt that is the complete opposite of what he is? A needle mover. What fucking needle is he moving on SmackDown? Nothing. Is he Smack bringing down. eye? Is, is is there an abundance of people coming out the woodworks talking about how great WWE's become because of Roman Reigns? He's no. great. The company he was great at one point. I think they're ruining him. I want to oh. know from you guys. I don't know if this is just us. Do you guys feel like they're oversaturating and ruining Roman Reigns with these? feuds and putting him in everything man i feel like they are i'm a huge fan of the 2020 tribal mm -hmm. chief i look exactly. that was top tier that shit peak and now it's starting to feel like old roman again it really is yeah yeah i mean the gimmick's still the the gimmick's great you know the gimmick's great he's great There's on the, the mic his presence okay, and right. stuff like that but it's everything but that stuff you know what i mean exactly. his feuds his uh the the story the storytelling everybody's saying oh this is top tier storytelling with paul Heyman. what do you mean the guy's fucking with a different dude every fucking week exactly. the guy's with brock then he's with roman he's with brock again he's with roman now he's back with roman like dude There's no direction it's just like yeah. what aw was doing with adam cole we didn't exactly. it's just it's not good booking it's confusing booking it's it's confusing as hell it's confusing Logan says, I don't like how they have the Usos. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's another right. point I, for, I forgot no, to mention, bro. too. That Fuck shit. Uso. 2020 Roman had no Usos. Exactly. But in 2021, holy shit. This Every fucking Uso. match, bro. Uso, Every Uso, single Uso. match, dude. Let Every the Usos single just match. beat the Usos. But they're dude. associated with Roman. Is exactly. that so hard? It's not. It's really not. I, I don't I, I, I don't understand this bro. You know, they're they're oh, oversatur they're over they're oversaturating him. 
They're oversaturating him. If they put both belts on him, this is going to get a whole lot worse, man. His feuds have sucked. Uh, he's been in everything humanly possible. It's it's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. But <sighs> And now he's going into a feud with somebody who's not going to help his case at all. Um, with that, I guess that brings us to that point. Goldberg. Gorg. Jesus Christ. Gorg. Fucking Gorg. Yeah. Goldberg's return to WWE is imminent. According to Fightful Select, the current plan is for him to face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at Elimination Chamber on February 19th. It is also rumored to be Goldberg's last match on his existing contract. Let's fucking go question question is roman reigns overexposed durante yes a hundred percent a hundred percent they're overexposing the fuck out of him i believe so like i said i want to know i want to know what you guys think man so let me know bro but i want to know that we're the only ones that don't feel this way because exactly this dude is really overexposed this dude is in everything bro this dude is in everything literally everything confusing booking he's in everything this shit's just not good right now this shit is just genuinely not good um yeah goldberg goldberg man fucking gorg (laughs) (laughs) this is apparently the last match on his contract now oh man just to make everybody laugh real quick what are the odds this dude walks into Saudi Arabia and spears and jackhammers Roman Reigns into oblivion and beats him for the Universal Championship? Can you imagine wrestling Twitter if that happens? All the WWE shills that think oh, Roman is untouchable and the WWE is never going to wrongfully book him? They'll be crying, bro. They'll be crying. We're going to be on him. here with a breaking news comedy edition. That'll be the title if that happens. Oh, bro, I, oh well. my dude. What are the odds? This dude, because remember what happened the last time this guy walked into Saudi Arabia fighting for the Universal title? He won against This man the buried the Fiend. And I Damn. still hate talking about that. I genuinely you, you, still hate it. You said, I think you sent in the Royal Rumble review or the Royal Rumble predictions news episode, man, but. But uh, the fiend being buried to us is what you know started the podcast. That's going to happen to a lot of these WWE marks. Fucking Roman getting buried like that will start their fucking social media account podcast. Something, bro. That's how pissed up we get. It'll be hilarious. If the fiend did not lose to Goldberg, we probably would not be sitting right here right now. We really would not that, be. That was the. That was the, that was I mean, we point. were talking about it for a while, but, uh, it, it wasn't going to be as quick. We were going to wait till we were completely done with school, but, um, Jesus, man. I mean, that, that, that was, that was the kick in the ass. That was the, yep. okay, we have great opinions. We need to get this shit out there. What I wanted, what I, what I really would have loved to go back and watch 
Like, imagine we were doing the FaceTime things. Imagine us live after Super Showdown. Oh, bro. Anyway, <laughs> might have gotten canceled, bro. Can't Ooh. lie. Goddamn. Oh, yeah. We would have definitely been on somebody's cancel culture fucking <laughs> Twitter page. Oh, man. Because I was I hot, guess. bro. I was fucking hot, man. Oh. I wasn't pissed. I was. I just gave up. I just like I am now, bro. I just... Okay. I just shrugged. I just dropped my head and just... Where were you... When? Where were you when you found it out? Did you watch it live or did you just hear about it? Uh, I got the notification in class. That's what happened. Same. Same. I got the notification... uh, I got the notification... um, while I was in school, but I didn't look at my phone, and I looked at my phone when I got, uh, when I was in the car driving home, and, and I looked at my phone, and I was like, oh, what? I was like, I just seen everybody going nuts. I'm like, this is bullshit. So I, I'm like, this can't be real. That's genuinely what I thought, because that's how ridiculous it was. And I loaded up my phone and watched the replay of the match, and I remember just fucking fuming, bro. I was so pissed. I was genuinely ready to make just a random YouTube video, even though I haven't, I hadn't appeared at the time on YouTube for like a year. I just randomly fucking come back. Just but pissed. man, oh my god, I would have loved to see it. I would have loved to see uh, something just like this live after Super Showdown, because I was fucking hot, bro. <laughs> I was hot, bro. I was pissed because, oh, man, I just just loved everything about The Fiend. And they did, oh, oh, that was bad. That was bad. But anyway, enough enough of that. Uh, I don't think Goldberg, I'm not even going to knock on wood, but uh, I don't think Goldberg will be beating Roman Reigns. I just said that for a laugh because man can you imagine people on twitter bro oh, that would be amazing Ooh. it would I'm be the reaction for me i would be looking at twitter with a smile on my face laughing yep because when this shit happened to the fiend fucking oh man there don't get me wrong a lot of people were pissed but there was actually there was actually some people on there talking about goldberg's a star there were but man, but but now that but now that that happened, now that that happened to their 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 golden their goose, I would yeah. love to see. Or yeah, I, I seen a. I, now don't get me wrong, a lot of people were pissed, uh, rightfully oh, so. Wow. A lot of people were mad as hell, just like us. But but uh, you know, some people. Oh, Bray Wyatt's not really that talented. It's a novelty act. <laughs> okay. I don't think you've Come seen on, a novelty bro. act. Just fucking watch Orange Cassidy. Exactly. Um, but man, oh god, you watch you want to watch Twitter burn to the ground? Have Bill Goldberg defeat Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia? Tell me, exactly. bro. Breaking news, comedy edition. We'll be here if it, it really happens. Would be <laughs> breaking fucking news. I'll be laughing. I don't give a shit. Mm. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, Goldberg's return um, and and a feud with Roman Reigns. Now, we were just talking about Roman Reigns mm-hmm. and his feuds. This does not help his case whatsoever. Oh, it's going to make it worse. 
Roman Reigns is going to have to stand across from, from Roman Reigns is going to have to stand across the ring from a 50 plus year old man and act like uh, they're going to have a competitive match or something. Exactly. What? He's going to have to sell for Goldberg. Oh man. And if it wasn't for the Rock match coming up in you know next year, I could see the chance of Goldberg winning. But since yeah. the Rock match is still still got to happen. He ain't winning, but if it wasn't for that match, I, I wouldn't put it past him. I really wouldn't. They love putting it on his ass. They really do. But they since do. this is his last contracted match, he definitely is not winning anything. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Um, Yeah, they... Man, I, 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 that would be funny to see, bro. Oh, I would love it. That would be funny to um, see. I wonder how many... Does that work how... in this show? I'll be uh -huh. laughing at work, bro. I don't care if I'm talking to a customer or not. I'll just start laughing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, watch watch Twitter burn to the fucking ground, man. Ooh. God damn. That shit happened to Wyatt. And it, it was bad. And I would love to see WWE shills reacting to that one. Reacting to that one, bro. Um... Guess we can talk talk about this now. More plans for WrestleMania that aren't Goldberg walking in as champion. Damn. Jeez. Uh, I could just imagine. Oh my god. I could just imagine him just pinning Roman. <laughs> Roman just getting fucking obliterated, dude. Oh god. That would be hilarious. The overexposed Roman is taken down. Uh -huh. Woman's title plans for WrestleMania. Ronda Rousey will reportedly be challenging Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania, according to the Wrestling Observer. As for the Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair will be challenging Becky Lynch, according to Fightful Select. It was also noted... That Flair has been pushing for a feud between herself and Rousey for months. This could, uh, these could always change as the WrestleMania card begins to take shape. Lynch versus Rousey is expected to take place at WrestleMania 39, with Rousey mm -hmm. planned to be a full-time oh, superstar. Okay. Then, oh, okay. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, are you telling me Becky Lynch is going to bury? Everybody. Bianca Belair, yet again, at WrestleMania, and she's going to go yep. on to hold the championship for another calendar year. Becky really is the new Roman, bro. She really is. And fuck that, Becky Lynch is the new fucking Goldberg. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Bringing bro. everybody. Twice. <sighs> Dude. And Bianca Belair being in the championship match at Mania... Dude, why? You know, we keep talking about Goldberg. Fucking Bray Wyatt got buried just as bad by Goldberg. Bianca Belair mm -hmm. is buried just as worse, not even by Goldberg. Imagine no. that. It's by, by female Becky. Goldberg. Yep. Becky Lynch. 
dude. Man, and talking about they plan wrong to be a full time star by then, bro. She's gonna have another one year run. We ain't gonna see her ever again after that. Maybe a year and a half, two years, but ain't yeah. gonna be full time. No, come no. on. Come and on. their version of full time with Rhonda is what I feel like they're doing with Brock now. Yep. Where he's not there every week, but he pops up a lot more. A lot more. But that's full time to them. Yeah. Fuck out of here, bro. Get out of here. Dude, after that Becky match, what is Rhonda going to do that they want her to do? What big star that they like would they want her to face Bailey at SummerSlam? That's it. That's literally the only other thing they would do. Yeah, and then Bailey's just going to lose. And that's going to exactly. be that. Exactly. But her faces are got to lose, so. Ugh. Kill me. Fucking kill Bianca me. Belair. Bianca Belair is, you know. And, and you would think. You would think Becky Lynch would do the right thing and say, you know, I bury her at SummerSlam. But now, now we're going to go out there and we're going to have a kick ass match. And she's going to win. I'm going to give her her moment. Yeah, I'm going to give nope. her her moment. But if Lynch versus Rousey is for Mania 39. She's winning. Either Bianca wins at Mania and loses it right back to Becky. How the fuck is that going to look? That Don't even put it on Bianca at that point. You know? That's a fucking Lashley situation you got right there. Yeah, either that or Becky Lynch is going to just beat her. Just beat her. And and go on for another year as Raw Women's Champion. Another calendar fucking year. One of the worst part, imagine Bailey comes back to Raw. She's gonna have to take an L to this version of Becky. <sighs> Dude, hell! And if she goes on SmackDown, she'll have to take an L to Ronda. It's a Brock and Roman situation for the champions. Just hold the whole division down. Yeah. They don't know how to do anything, man. They don't know how to book champions. They don't. They don't. This sounds atrocious, bro. This sounds atrocious, man. This whole women's division is fucked. Um, This whole women's division is fucked. It's no fun. It's just Mm -hmm. held down by a bunch of champions that are, you know, just bury machines. They're, you know, they're they're, set up to where nobody's built up to beat them. It's not competitive at all. Like, dude... It's predictable, it's uncompetitive, it's boring, it sucks. This is is the farthest thing from a thriving division uh, than now in WWE. Than now. Exactly. You know. Fucking opposite. This shit is fucking on fucking... uh, It's fucking, it's hospitalized, but I don't fucking know. This shit ain't thriving. This shit barely surviving. Bro, we've said this. Uh, we've said this on multiple occasions. This Mania season is going to be a fuck fest. Man, and after Mania is going to be even it's gonna worse. Going to be dead. It might as well be Becky dead. Champ, Ronda as champ, fucking possibly Roman as double world champ. Oh, dude, this shit's going to be so ass. It is, bro. We're already off to a bad start, man. They don't know what they want to do with Bobby Lashley. Roman Reigns is fighting a 50-year-old Goldberg and trying to make us think that he's gonna that this is gonna be a competitive match. Roman Reigns, who had a nominee 
for letdown of the year last year in Roman's feuds, his first feud of the year, uh, that's not with Brock, is Goldberg. Dude, why with Roman do they have to have two feuds at the same time 24-7 for this dude? Always. Always, Always. bro. Ever since right before SummerSlam, been at least two feuds at the same time. At one point, between SummerSlam and Survivor Series, four at one time. Like, pick somebody and go with it. I understand teasing the next person or starting the next feud a little bit, but that's not how you do it. No. My God. Becky Lynch is fucking facing Lita. Charlotte oh. Flair is going to be... Oh, God, we're going to have to endorse Charlotte and Ronda promos. Uh, fucking... They don't know what the fuck they're doing, man. They, they don't really know, do bro... Oh, good lord. Kill me, man. Fucking kill me. Good fucking lord. Speaking of, hey, speaking of Goldberg, Goldberg's home, Saudi Arabia. WWE might hold more than two Saudi Arabia shows oh. per year. My god, how many do they fucking need? You know what I think they're doing with Saudi if they want to do more than three, how many deal a ten year deal they didn't they set up right? Yeah. They want to get as much they want to squeeze as much money as they can out of these fucking out of these people. They really do. <sighs> that shit's gonna. That means be we're gonna bad. have to see more Becky Lynch versus Lita's. Becky and Trish. <sighs> <laughs> Becky and Becky and Becky and Kelly Kelly. Oh, bro. Oh, man. Uh, Vince McMahon's company associating with Saudi Arabia has been dragged in relentless fashion, even earning them a featured spot on the John Oliver's last week or last week tonight. Okay. Um, one thing Khan never specifically mentioned was WWE's deal with the government of Saudi Arabia. A simple look at the charts during the presentation shows that shows that every time they're in they're in the country, revenue skyrocket. Nick Khan chose to refer to Saudi Arabia shows as large scale international events. Oh. What? One thing that was discussed, one thing Nick Khan was discussing, uh, one would think Nick Khan, one would, Jesus Christ, one would think Khan was discussing nuclear war, but it's simply a way to not offend investors by associating the company with a very controversial regime. Uh, to WWE, it just means more revenue. Without completely tipping his hand, Nikon responded to a question about why WWE limits these large-scale international events to just two a year. And I quote, we'll see what happens in the next months. It sounds like WWE knows what is profitable and is willing to explore any option. Khan noted that the company, that no company was off the table when it came to finding buyers for WWE content. The WWE president believes revenues will continue to grow as more uh, rights deals are negotiated. 
Time will tell if WWE plans to do even more events in Saudi Arabia, with a huge portion of the fan base is turned off by the idea. Uh, based on the figures Nick Khan read, read on the WWE earnings call, they're still tuning in regardless. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know. So, looks like they're going to be going back to Saudi Arabia shows more than once a year, which I know I'm not too far off from saying this. We keep bringing up Goldberg. Who's to say he doesn't get another contract just to do Saudi Arabia shows? Oh, 100%. That's the whole reason they keep him signed is because that's one of the only people that they know, Goldberg. So they fucking use him at these shows. Okay. Dude. Ah, Just fuck that. That's what I have to say to that. Why? Fuck that shit. I don't care. Just, Just stop. These shows are some of the worst. These Saudi shows are genuinely some of the worst shows, the worst wrestling shows a wrestling fan can watch. And I feel sorry for these WWE heads that watch this shit live and and, 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 and have to sink their teeth into this shit, even though these people don't even feel bad for themselves, and they should, because I feel bad for them. Uh, because no human should have to endure a Saudi Arabia show. They literally have been there like five times, and only one of the shows was actually good. Hey, only one, one of them. Of them. Five fucking times. Kill me. Fucking kill me. Good lord. Horrible, horrible. This is a horrible fucking move. Nobody likes these shows. Nobody likes fucking waking up at ten in the morning to watch any wrestling, let alone WWE. Um, and, and, and now, looks like we're going to be getting these more a year. Those uh, pay-per-view spots that had a to-be-decided location, I, probably, I wouldn't put it past it. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. God. <sighs> ridiculous, dude. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh, WWE, WWE turning in record profits. Wow. WWE reports 1.095 billion revenue in 2021, the highest in company history. Now, I actually have an image. Uh, well, not that I'm going to put up on screen, but I have an image I'm looking at that has numbers of their yearly uh, little uh, revenue thing. 2021, $1.095 billion. 2020, $974 million. 2019, $950 million. And 2018, Nine hundred and thirty million. You released mm. all them people, and your numbers only went up that much. Let's say you make a lot more money, and you fire over two hundred people, bro. What the fuck? God. You fired all them people, and although the number went up, it—that's it. You fired all those people and you went from 930 million 
to 1.95 billion. That's a big jump, but God, that's 200 people you fired just to make more money in your pocket. The fuck, dude. Bullshit. <sighs> this fucking company, man. Bro, if literally if it wasn't for Saudi and those TV deal and that Fox deal, they wouldn't be making shit. They really would have to be doing budget cuts. That's the only reason they make money. It's because of those two deals. Doesn't make sense, bro. Doesn't make sense. Dude. All those people. And all, all, they got all this money. And this product shows no sign of getting better. God. Keep in mind, you released literally three, uh, fucking three-fourths of your roster. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting with all this money to do what? Sign a bunch of athletes? <laughs> like, because... I don't know why they're signing all those athletes. Because they're not the ones. They're good. They're not going to make money off any of these people. Any of these NXT guys. They might make money off one or two of them. You know what I mean? But I don't know why they don't care that they're not going to make money off these guys. They're not going to be the ones in charge of the company by the time they're on the main roster. By the time they're of importance, they're looking to sell it. It's, they're squeezing as much money. As out of this company as they can, and when it can't make no more, they're gonna sell it. Come on, bro. Come on. Yeah, and I mean, they made a big jump here, but from 2018, you had so much talent, and I mean, you made a jump, but I mean, your shit was still good. It was still good. And you had all the talent. Now you got all this money, and you got no talent. What the fuck would you What the fuck would you rather have? Nine hundred and thirty million, but you have talent to carry you through twenty years, or one point zero nine five billion, and you have enough talent to carry you uh, through next month, and that's about it. Not even that. For them, for them they choose option B because they don't care. They just care about money. <sighs> And this company, bro, Jesus Christ. So WWE brags. WWE brags about their highest in company history. Meanwhile, thousands of people, probably thousands that we don't even know about, have been cut. You know, oh, other so little employees and stuff. Yep, the crew. You know it. You know it. All those people were cut. The people, like, I think, like, the setup crews and stuff technically aren't hired by them i think it's like a company construction company they work for that wwe hires but how many people have they inadvertently let go you know what i mean mm -hmm. so many so many at wwe man like i said would you rather have 930 million and have talent to carry you through 20 years and can you imagine how much higher that 930 would be if everybody had some stock put into them and they made money off of all those NXT guys and all those NXT guys that are literally walking fucking piggy banks? 
Come on. Come on. So for that, how high is your increase really from fucking 2018 to 2020? Because if you put stock into all those NXT guys in 2018, how much higher would that 930 be? But to them, that's not fast money. They want fast money. TV deal, Saudi, selling it. That's what they exactly. want. They don't want to build. Because in 20 years, they'll be worth money like that. Hell, in five years, they'll be worth money like that. But they weren't worth money like they that. They don't want to wait five years. Yeah. Exactly. They want quick. They want fast money. That's why. This is the, just looking at numbers like this and hearing about this stuff. Just genuinely, I mean, you can't say it. You can't say it any. You can't say it any better. This is the farthest thing from a professional wrestling company. All they care about is the money, even though. Their increase is big, but for releasing all those people, that's all you got. Come on, bro. And all this, sh- and all this shit comes. All this shit comes from fucking blood money ass deals and fucking deal shit deals that that didn't need to be a thing. I mean, this company, bro. Th- this company, you know, like I said, for for releasing all those people, you know, they. They could have, if if they had, if they still had all those people and put stock into them, that number probably would have been higher than 1.095 billion by now. But no, nope. Farthest thing from a professional wrestling company you can possibly, possibly imagine. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Perk Angle. During the most recent episode of the Kurt Angle Show, Angle revealed that he will be returning to WWE as an on-screen character. He says, and I quote, Yes, I did. No, I'm just playing. Yes, I did get a call from WWE, and they want me to be involved in the show for the next month or so. I'm really excited about it. So we'll see what's in store for me. End quote. Kurt Angle returning to television. Um. Uh. I mean, I don't, I don't know what he's gonna do. Exactly. Um, if they book the company right, he can do a lot. Mm-hmm. But in its current state, what 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 could he do, man? What could he do? Um, I, I I have no idea. I have no idea what this guy can do. I I genuinely have no fucking clue. Um, oh no. Hmm. Maybe he's going to be the one to introduce Gable Steveson. Oh my God, I forgot about that motherfucker. Oh man, they're going to force this dude to do that. Quite pot, I could definitely see it. If, yeah, Kurt, if you're listening to this man, run, run while you still can, please yeah, go, go, please go, go be a backstage figure in AEW or something. Help those guys. Eventually, those guys you want to help in WWE will probably be there soon. So just go to AEW now. All in the Gables and the Rat Ergles, they'll be there one day. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh. 
He probably will. I wouldn't fucking doubt it if they try to shoehorn Kurt Angle in as Gable Steveson's first match. Oh, I could see it. I could fucking see it, man. Same. Same, bro. I'm going to say he's Jason Jordan's brother. What the fuck, dude? Kill me. What the actual fuck? Yeah, this is, uh... Interesting. I, I, like I said, I genuinely don't know what this dude could, could do. Um, I don't know, but it's gonna be interesting to see, and Kurt should give me some good laughs on WWE television. Um, maybe he's gonna come back and warn Roman Reigns about the vile Brock Lesnar. Rock's gonna let out a side that only Kurt Angle has seen. Oh. I don't fucking know. You never know with this company, man. You never know with this company. Um, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you, bro. But Kurt Angle's coming back to TV, and uh, who knows, bro? Who knows? Uh, who knows, man? Who fucking knows? Brian Kendrick. Ryan Kendrick. Golly. Um, is he it? Let me find this. All right. So, Brian Kendrick trends before AEW Dynamite after comments about the Holocaust resurface. Ooh. Um. <sighs> I'm not even going to read what he said because it's it's completely ridiculous. Um, the, the Holocaust is overblown and Red Cross stated it was only 250,000. I'm going to end it there. I'm, I'm not reading all that. Um, yeah, They're they going to get us canceled on YouTube. Okay, really... according to him, the Holocaust is overblown. And if you... Just type up Brian Kendrick trends before AEW Dynamite on Ringside News. You can read it there for yourself. I am not fucking reading all that. I li- I just anyway, looked at that. I am not reading that. So Tony Khan, I'll probably we'll probably yeah we will probably get another notice from Spotify just because I said that. Um, uh, <laughs> so Tony Khan uh, took to Twitter. Uh, And he says, we've been made aware of abhorrent, abhorrent, I don't fucking know, abhorrent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. There's no room in AEW for those, for the views expressed by Brian. We think that it is best for, that it is, that it is best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card as we gather more info. Will announce a replacement uh, about ASAP. Yikes! Um, from two companies in twenty-four hours, but really did it. <sighs> Brian Kendrick, um, Brian Kendrick, man. Um, although what he said was was incredibly incredibly fucked up. Um. At least this guy had the decency to uh, take to Twitter and apologize. Whether it 
whether whether we whether we think because it was uh, incredibly weird and disingenuous how he worded his apology. Oh, I mean, at, at, le at least he did not pull a, a Tessa Blanchard, so we can say mm, that. Exactly. But uh, he apologized, which is good. That's a very good thing that that he actually had the decency to immediately after all this came out be like uh whatever he said in his weird way i i have the most vile comment like what who, who the fuck who worked an apology like that bro that was one of the worst apologies i've ever looked at in my life bro just yeah man uh, i think the dictionary I mean, like best things how best way to say sorry copy paste bro god damn yeah it's like he was I, I, likes I don't know, I don't know what I don't know what was going through his head when when he wrote that but you know this happens a lot in AEW I feel where mm -hmm. somebody signs with the company and then fucking like I don't know people that just want to see just want to see the the company fail go out and about and trying to find some dirt on Brian Kendrick of all people. And then they tweeted at Tony Khan and they talk and, they, and then they throw this stuff on Tony Khan. Oh, Tony Khan believes that this is all overblown too. And it's like, like what dude, how the, how the fuck was Tony Khan supposed to see this random ass yee -ye ass YouTube video from 2011? Exactly. I, I mean, mean, dude was in the company for a long ass time. And uh, yeah, they should never blew up. Exactly, oh, and these are the same people. These are the same people, bro. That that when Brian Kendrick in 2016 was cruiserweight champion. Oh, this is a great story to come back. Brian Kendrick's one of the best pure wrestlers, but now he's gone to AEW, and this shit all of a sudden blows up. Just had this I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna really speak on this, other than I mean, yeah. comments that the guy made. Uh, I don't know, 11 years ago were completely fucking wrong but people change in 11 years the the people the people that um the people that that you know try to pull everything out of their ass to uh spite AEW or whatever i'm sure i'm sure if you found some some video of them from five years ago they'd be saying the same thing i'm not the same person anymore at least the guy had the decency to go out there and and, and apologize i mean yeah. that's the least you can ask from somebody whether it's not the apology we wanted because it was weird it's an apology and, and i mean nobody knows him maybe that's just how he talks we don't know him personally i don't know who talks that weird but maybe he does you know but but not not everybody not everybody has the best way with words you know what i mean not everybody mm. not everybody has the best way with words but it was fucked up tony khan did the right thing uh, Brian, I don't know what the hell he was talking about 11 years ago. Oh, that shit sounded ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. But like I said, uh, at least this guy had the decency to, um, at least this guy had the decency to to apologize. And and like I said, th this happens in AEW all the time. I mean, yep. happened with happened with fucking Flair. You know what I mean? Yeah. The shit people are talking about this shit from 20 years ago. Like, bro. To be honest, everybody knew that about Ric Flair. And then but it blew up. Everybody fucking knew that. And then it blew up and everybody got him canceled. 
he shouldn't have been on AEW regardless. I mean, that's... I didn't want him there anyway. Yeah, I mean... I'm not trying to sound like I'm I'm defending that at all because it it is ridiculous and he shouldn't have been in AEW. But where were you people when he was in WWE saying, "Oh man, Ric Flair was great with Randy." He's the best. Ric Flair's a legend. Ric Flair's this. Ric Flair's that. And that comes out and you know I mean this this is shit. This is shit from 20 years ago that genuinely everybody knew about. Everybody knows that Ric Flair was a fucking creep. Everyone knows that shit. But it blew up right when he left the company. It's bad not, on the not, Yeah, not defending these people in any oh, way. Because Ric Flair, Ric Flair was wrong as hell. Oh, and I, I swear to God, I, I would love to go in Brian Kendrick's mind in 2011 and try to figure out Bro. what the fuck this dude was thinking. Or I had to win coked up. <laughs> Bro's awesome shit. I swear to God, he was. Bro was sitting there watching the sunset, talking about fucking Holocaust and shit. God damn it, I said it again. Yeah, we're definitely getting flagged by fucking Spotify. This shit ain't right. Bro was spinning. He had no man, bro. Not saying, yeah, not saying that he's right, man, but I mean, these people find stuff from fucking 10 years ago. To, to literally despite AEW, because if rumors popped up that these people didn't go to AEW, the, the, like if Brian Kendrick had not been announced for Dynamite, this shit would have never came up. Well, this no. shit would have no, never came it up. Not. It really would not have, bro. Come on. Come on. I don't, I, I don't know. Not saying that he was right in any manner, but it's just weird, bro. It's like, why, why wouldn't these people sign with AEW? Now you guys want to find the worst. But when they're with it's WWE, you know. You know, Brian Kendrick was getting his head fucking pounded by by Harlan. None of this would have came up. None of this would have exactly. came up. Again, not defending either of those two, but like it's a weird pattern. It's a weird pattern. Exactly. Um just weird, bruh. Just fucking weird. But regardless, whether it was uh God, I, 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 that dude, bro, he needs to have somebody else type for him. <laughs> Whether that apology was uh, probably about as weird as Kalisto's John Huber tweet, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. These 205 Live guys, bro, I don't know where they learn how to use Twitter, but whether his cannot. apology was, was weird as hell, it was an apology. Uh, and Tony Khan did the right thing. Kendrick did the right thing by immediately apologizing and not pulling a Velveteen Dream uh, and um, not saying anything about it. And then... Oh, speaking of Velveteen... I heard he was on... Yeah, I heard WWE wanted to bring him back in a mask. Oh, what the and then fuck? I, heard, I didn't hear that. Yeah. And then I heard that he was blaming uh, the accuser for him getting fired. Clearly, this yeah. dude gives no, no fucks. And he's Bro. just upset that he was caught. Bro, it was really caught red-handed, bro. <laughs> she ain't right. At least Marty about to pop up it. on the indies as Blown Dream. <laughs> Blown Dream. Velva Preteen Dream. Damn, the oh, Velva Teenage Dream. <laughs> God damn. The fuck is wrong? What, what the fuck is up with, the, with this fucking, with this world, bro? What the hell? I don't know. You, you got, got Brian Kendrick talking about I'm vile. Fucking what? <sighs> you got Kalisto talking about he seen Brody Lee's ghost and shit. Like, <laughs> the fuck, man. <laughs> the you got Marty running off to Puerto Rico, man. 
bro, bro. What the fuck is his business, bro? That weird side of it is fucking weird. Good lord, we got Braun got Strowman talking about he's gonna fuck people's mother and have his girlfriend watch. Like, what does WWE do to these people, bro? I'm telling you, what does it do to these people, bro? This man literally went on social media talking about I'm vile. Bro, what? <laughs> bro, like you fucking that's some X shit. That's some XXX shit. You fucking rap on vile. Bro, what? What are you talking about, bro? Oh my what? god. You said some weird fucked up shit. Just say you said some weird fucked up shit. Tumbal I'm vile. Bro. <laughs> Who the fuck apologizes <laughs> like that, bro? Like it's like he cheated on his girl. And that's what he texted her. Tumbi, sorry, I'm, sorry, babe, I'm, I'm vile. vile. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Oh, man. Oh, bro. What the fuck? That's some Twitter Hall of Fame shit. So, so Brian Kendrick, man. Brian Kendrick, apparently he's vile. And he's it's ashamed of his, of his comments. And he's ashamed of the person he was or whatever. But, like I said, nonetheless... He did the right thing by immediately apologizing and not letting Twitter soak in it. Um, uh, he did the right thing. Tony Khan absolutely did the right thing by uh, sending bro home. Um, and... <laughs> I saw this video. I think it was a basketball player. He was going into like a gym or like a locker room or something. The clothes and doors were locked. And it wouldn't let him. He was like, oh, I'm fired already or some shit like that. Or like, I've been dropped already. And it was just Brian Cage. I mean... Brian Kendrick walking into AEW like, yeah, or that Randy door. Orton meme where he walks oh and then God. turns around, <laughs> just turns right around. It was TK going to sign him, <laughs> just oh turned right around. up with his contract. Just damn. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> so uh, regardless, uh, Brian Kendrick is a vile human being. Uh, <laughs> he is ashamed of his actions. Uh, that's oh. what we learned from this. Okay. Speaking of um, vile things, Vince McMahon, bro, literally fired his own son from his company. Bro, really his, did. His son is, is no longer with WWE. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, um, really did it. Now, he... Triple H, completely, completely up the table. Now, now and, anything can happen. Yeah, and, and I seen, too, actually, I seen this on, on Ringside News. Triple H trends as fans wonder if Vince McMahon will fire him. I'm saying this now, now that Shane McMahon has been fired, when Triple H comes back from his procedure, he's going to be gone. Oh, 100%. They're going yep. to relieve him of him his go. duties, 100%. Yeah. Well, 100%. 100%. You know, we knew this when Wyatt was released. We said nobody's 100%. safe. Somehow, some way, Shane McMahon was one of those people that I would say maybe was safe because he's exactly. Vince's son. This he's dude literally has been son. fired. This he's dude, his child. Vince McMahon's child. But you he's know what, old. too? With things coming out that the family is in shambles, I could see Vince doing like this as kind of for one of the greater good type things. Yep, maybe this needs good. to happen for this family. Maybe. Maybe, man, because uh, I've always heard that him and Shane never got along like that. Yeah. In terms of, like, business mindsets. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, you can, you could tell. 
you could oh, tell, you tell. apparently Shane just wants to, you know, book himself a you know, it's funny too, because I tweeted this out literally. I said the McMahons need to go when I heard that Shane McMahon produced the Royal Rumble. My oh. fucking tweets age like fine wine, motherfucker. Well, it's starting to happen, bro. Vince saw literally, bro. Like, all right. <laughs> Get Vince probably. Get I, I know. I fucking knew it, guys. You heard it here first. Vince McMahon has seen my tweet and fired they his really own have. son. I did bro. not think he would do it. Bro, bro really, really did bro it. really passed his son the pink slip. I never thought I would I would say that, bro. Vince McMahon's literal child, his kid, has been fired. Man, you mean Nobody's... Johnny Ace having to call Shane McMahon and give him the sorry man, I, I don't know. I don't know why, man. Best of luck in your future endeavor, kid. Like, what? Bitch, I'm Vince's what? son. <laughs> Why the fuck can't he call me? It's my fucking dad, bro. <laughs> and now all I've been seeing are tweets about room. You know that fucking meme about Vince's account tweeting about Shane's birthday and then everyone else's birthday? Uh-huh. Happy birthday at Shane McMahon. And then for like Cena, happy birthday to the most. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just a full fucking paragraph for everyone yeah. else. But for Shane, it's just. Happy birthday at Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Shane, bro. Ooh, good lord. All right. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Actually, kind of funny. Shane McMahon literally four days ago was set for a television return. And now he's gone. Now he will not be returning. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Probably All right. Not. Shane McMahon is reportedly no longer with WWE. According to Ringside News in a report, which has now been confirmed by Dave Meltzer, McMahon was scheduled to wrestle at Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania 38. However, this is no longer the case. This comes after McMahon reportedly received a lot of heat backstage due to his due to his booking of the Men's Royal Rumble match. Wow. Damn. You know... It was bad. That was the worst Royal Rumble I've ever seen. It was bad, but it sounds even worse from Shane. But fire his own son? We gotta fire him like that, bro. I didn't think he would do that. I mean, when I said the McMahons need to go, I need all of them. Uh, I I need all of them. It's it's like a group thing. Yeah. I mean, like (laughs) it's like a like a group thing. All of them gotta go. They all just gotta go at once, but. But like, I, I wasn't sh- saying just get rid of Shane. I mean, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them. Family. Steph can stay. Steph, Steph can stay. She does business shit. She, She's good. Yeah, she brings along uh, the man that this company really needs. Um, just don't let her near her pen and she's fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. Um, <laughs> but, but, bro, this man literally just fired his son. Bro, literally just his son was fired. Steph can be fired. Triple H can be fired. Both of them are fair game, bro, at this point. Oh, and Stephanie always did the business side of it. Now that motherfucker got Nick Khan. You don't need Stephanie in his mind no more. Yep. Come on, bro. Come on. Bro literally drove his wife away from being with that company a long time ago. Bro did it to his son, too. 
goddamn. <laughs> bro, really fired his son, bro. Bro, what the fuck, man? Oh, this bro, company is fucking face. embarrassing, dude. This company is fucking embarrassing, man. Bro, really sent his son uh, back. And... Shane... <laughs> <laughs> Shane McMahon had scrapped plans for Mania. Well, now they're scrapped because his dad fired him. According to PW Insider, Insider, Shane McMahon was pushing for a WrestleMania feud with Austin Theory. Okay. That's what I guessed was going to happen when right. I heard Shane was coming back. And I mean, it makes sense in a way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't no mind it on the side. Really uh, anything wouldn't. is better than the Braun Strowman bully angle. Oh, God. <laughs> Bro turned into Bully McMahon. Then <laughs> <laughs> his dad turned into Bully McMahon. Fired his bro, ass. Bro, I swear to God, they hit the fucking Black Spider-Man music on his ass, bro. <laughs> bro, that email popped up. Me, 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 me. Bro. <laughs> uh, um, Shane was pushing for a WrestleMania feud with Austin Theory due to Theory currently working with Vince McMahon. Various others were pushing for a WrestleMania match between McMahon and Seth Rollins. However, neither of these feuds were 100% locked in. Give me one good reason why Shane McMahon would want anything to do with Seth Rollins. Like, bro, what? Bro, you're wearing shoes. I'm wearing shoes. Shoes are my thing. I'm gonna fucking face you. Who is he fucking, um, uh, what the top dollar? Who the fuck is he, bro? The fuck? This shit makes no sense. Oh, man. Dude. They... Like, I wouldn't have minded the Austin Theory feud, but Seth. No, Seth makes no Seth. sense. That makes no Austin sense. Austin Theory makes makes sense. Yeah, he's doing shit with Vince. He's Vince's yeah. new son. That's not going to get say, fired. He's the son he never had, apparently. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, God. <laughs> that would have been, been fucking Austin funny as shit. <laughs> oh, my God. If he, if he, like, said that but before all this and this shit just happened... <laughs> Just damn, guess he really is Sonny Just, Yeah, and then they fired him mid feud. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, so man. Shane McMahon has been fired from WWE and with that, one of the main reasons he was fired was because he produced the two thousand and twenty two Men's Royal Rumble match. Um, let's see. Let's see. All right. Ringside News has learned that there is no substantial amount of heat on... That there is a substantial amount of heat on Shane McMahon after his role as lead writer and producer on the Men's Royal Rumble match. We were told that this is the talk of WWE today. A tenured member of the creative team told us not told us that Shane McMahon openly buried Jamie Noble and tried to book the Royal Rumble match around himself. Oh, Furthermore, McMahon was confrontational and he was gung ho to put himself over. <laughs> Dude, I feel like oh, this man. guy might have been coming in here on some menace shit. Just fucking. I think he was just on when all um um Iron Bro, Man. Bro, really tried to I'm win the man. Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, really did. And my thing is, why the fuck would you give a guy like Shane McMahon 
the task to write to produce the rumble. <clears throat> that's what <clears throat> they think was gonna happen. Like, of course, that a guy like Shane's gonna want himself to win. He's just that type of guy. I would. It's like giving fucking Braun the reins to write his old fucking title match. What do you think a motherfucker like that's gonna do? Barry Goldberg. Imagine letting Goldberg write a fucking chamber for himself. What do you think he's gonna do? Just watch the Bray Wyatt match. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Why? Why you can't let these people write big matches like that? What? Oh man, this dude, dude really sat in gorilla, burying everybody, trying to put himself over. <laughs> and from what I was hearing too, that he stopped a lot of what he was trying to do. It was going to be even worse. Bro was going to be on there on some bully shit. Bro, I'm telling you, bro was turning a bully McMahon. He really was. Um, yeah, uh, so he openly buried Jamie Noble and tried to book the rumble around himself. Furthermore, McMahon was confrontational, but he was gung-ho to put himself over, even fighting with people to do so. Shane fighting everyone, booking, uh, booking himself to be one of the last ones out, eliminating KO, and just standing toe-to-toe with everyone has the entire locker room really angry. Another comment on this situation said, and I quote, When Shane is more impactful in the Rumble than Biggie or Owens, even, pe- even people who don't normally complain are complaining loudly today. <laughs> Damn, end quote. Damn. When... Damn, when at, bro, bro, you know it. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> hey, bro, where are you going? <laughs> you going? You walking uh, Everyone when asked, when asked why when asked why Shane McMahon was made lead writer and producer of the Men's Royal Rumble match, we were told his father made a his father obviously made a mistake. <laughs> oh. Oh bro, they're cooking Shane, bro. <laughs> man, Shane getting this man ain't safe right now. Yes, uh, Shane McMahon, you know, Shane McMahon definitely deserved to go. Um, oh, 100%. He deserved to go. He, uh, so does, his father deserves to go before he did, Even but more. somehow we're here. Um, exactly. And Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon deserved to go. Uh, I thought Shane was the cool one. That's why no, when still... he came out as uh, the, you know, he produced the Men's Royal Rumble, I was kind of shook because I know his character on TV was like the entitled son, but everybody always talked about him as the cool McMahon. Yeah, everybody cool. always talked about him as the cool one. Exactly. And, uh, Raw Underground was trash, but we all know what he tried to do, what his goal was, and it was a cool goal, you could say. It, it was just yeah. ass. But like with the Rumble, it's like Bro just really came on there acting different, bro. Bro stepped in that company, a whole new man on that night. Yeah, and, and that's that's what kind of shook me because, you know, they painted Shane. They painted Shane as, you know, this guy who took all the spotlight and stuff. And it's like nobody really thought that's who he was because everybody talks about him as the cool McMahon. I guess the cool McMahon is, is Steph. I, I really guess, guess so. Um, and, because well, cool, this guy, I mean, McMahon, I, Triple H. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt he is, um, but 
I always thought he was the cool one, dude. I really I did. did. Um, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, it was a little weird that you know he was on TV for like a year straight as like the best in the world. But I thought that was all a Vince thing. I never really put that on Shane. I mean, it was up to him to to speak up, and it seems as if he never did. But like, I didn't think he would do something like this. I mean, he's no. always been so generous. He really uh, has been. in his matches with him being the one to jump off the cell and him being the one to take the crazy bump. And then, you know, back in the day with Angle, him being the one to say, you know, fucking drop me on my head till this fucking glass breaks, Kurt. You know, him always being like, that's kind of kind of always who I thought Shane McMahon was, is just a generous mm. guy who was just willing to take bumps and make people look good. But He's this doesn't guns. sound like Shane. Something would have had to happen. I, I, I think so. I think he was fed up with Vince somehow, and just fed up with his maybe company. this. W- maybe this was a way as telling his dad like "fuck you" for kind of spiting the whole family and putting Nick Khan in charge. Exactly. exactly That's kind of yeah. what I was thinking. That was one of the things and I was thinking. As a way to show how bad it is when Nick Khan will be in charge, because shit like this happen all the time. But mm-hmm. not with Shane. And another element to this, how much of this shit is scapegoated? You know what I mean? Because they're yeah. great at that. They love, they love putting the blame on somebody. No doubt Shane did some shit, did some bad shit. But the way they're talking about it, and it's all coming from people inside the company, I think it was a bad situation, definitely. But I feel like they're trying to make Shane work look a little worse than he actually is. At least just a little bit. So it's coming yeah. off too too crazy. A little like, bit. He's trying to Shane. fight people. Like, when have we ever heard about something like this from Shane? Exactly, exactly, bro. Like, I always saw that best in the world shit when he was doing that as ironic. I thought he was doing that ironically. That's how I always saw it. He knows he ain't the best in the world. He was just trying to get some heat. You know what I'm saying, bro? But with this, not like he produced a bad match that was around himself. Uh, who would it like? I think anybody could guess when you give a guy like that that type of power for a match like that, that's gonna happen. But the way they're describing it, it sounds like that man was trying to fucking main event mania. You know what I mean against Roman? You know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. Imagine if he I just don't... dumped Brock over. <laughs> just, <laughs> 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 bro just it's fucking so goes weird. off the script and counters <laughs> just, just fucking well, dumps brock out fucking st louis screwjob <laughs> holy shit man but like no doubt about this it this is just so out of the blue it's very out of the blue and very and it's like a totally different direction of what this dude would normally do so i think it's a mix of he got really pissed at them for all for the way the company is being worked, man, because he has been here for a minute. The last time he was around, like really around, Nick Khan really wasn't that, really wasn't here like that. Bruce Pritchard wasn't in charge like that, you know what I mean? So he, the company he returned to was completely different. So I don't think he's had, and I think he knows that him, Stephanie, Triple H, none of them are getting this company. I yeah. think that Sunday was, or that Saturday was the night he really, like, it, he really it. realized that. And it was like, all right, if none of us are getting this company, 
dang, either if we can get this company, nobody is. And bro really menaced it, man. I think that's what happened. I think it's a mix of him realizing what's going to happen with this company and, you know, trying to get one last kick in on him before he's out and a mix of them kind of adding some fuel to a fire, making him look a little more worse than he was. Yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, I, I hear I hear a lot of I hear a lot of people I hear a lot of people, you know, giving giving Shane a lot of shit, but I I this is so out of the blue and I I would really like to hear his side of the story. Exactly. I would like to hear his side of the story. Chris Jericho. My man. Yeah, perfect person. Get this man Jericho. on Talk is Jericho. I would I love hear what to happened, hear it, man, bro. Because I feel like there's some details. We ain't made a way I think, yeah, I think they're leaving a lot of shit out. This is just way too out of the blue. And it really is. I mean, if that's how if that's how he was acting, like if that's genuinely how the man was acting, he, he deserved 100%. to go. Absolutely. But um, something just feels off. Something <clears throat> does. It just feels very random that all just, of a sudden... He's all this of fucking sudden, egotistical you know. maniac and shit. He was never like this before, bruh. Hmm. It's a real question. Maybe he got all the symbiote, bruh. Maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he showed up to that premiere to No Way Home. And maybe some of that symbiote got him somehow. I was, I was going to say, maybe he was around Tom Hardy a little too much. Maybe, man. Maybe he's around Tony McGuire too much. Maybe some of that fucking symbiote seeped on him. And when he came back to Rumble at Foley, he woke up that Saturday morning, black suited up, bro. He was ready. Maybe, maybe the music kicked in when he woke up. Bro was telling Vince McMahon to fix his damn door. He got fired. (laughs) (laughs) To his locker room and shit. They probably gave him a shitty ass locker room. He told him that. I'll produce a good match when you fix this damn door. Sometimes <laughs> it behind them. <laughs> um, WWE warned Tony Khan not to bring in Shane McMahon. That's another element to the story. That, yeah. Story that yeah. I feel like feeds into what we were saying. Mm-hmm. Today on PWTorch.com, host Wade Keller gave more gave more insightful details on what went down backstage of the Royal Rumble between Vince and Shane. Keller said, and I quote, "People in WWE are letting me know are are letting me know that someone should warn Tony Khan for what he's in for if he brings Shane in." Okay, first mm-hmm. of all, who said Tony Khan was bringing in Shane McMahon? People what were use? just saying that as a joke. What use, exactly? What use would... Uh, yeah, I've, I've been seeing all the memes. Oh, what Ryan. use is, is Shane McMahon to AEW? Exactly. What would he bring to that company besides a headline? That's the only thing he would bring. McMahon's son joins rival promotion. That's the, exactly. literally the only thing they would get out of it. Exactly. Unless um, they want yes. uh, underground. Dark underground. Oh god, it's already fucking underground enough. Fucking twelve feet deep. Uh, People in WWE are letting me know that somebody should warn Tony Khan for what he's in for if he brings in Shane McMahon, because the sense of entitlement, and I don't know if ego is the right word, uh, 
that Shane would bring along with him in the in a company that isn't WWE would probably be amplified compared to how he was acting on Saturday, which was just basically out of control, end quote. As of right now, there's no indication Tony Khan is interested in making Shane O'Mac all elite. This is, of course, this, of course, did not stop wrestling fans from instantly making graphics and means of the possible, of the possibility of Shane McMahon and all elite wrestling. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like uh, about these memes, Keller said, "Yes, the meme graphics are out. Shane is all elite." Keller said, "Tony Khan may or may not reach out to Shane. Um, it would be a very interesting to see Shane McMahon." Oh, okay, I think that's pretty much the end of it. Uh, Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon's not going to fucking AEW people. Um, mm-hmm. Tony Khan, <laughs> listen, if anybody is a spy. And if this was set up on purpose by anybody, it's Vince McMahon. If this was set up to be a thing where they try to get Shane to act like he hates AEW so fucking Tony Khan can pick him up and it'll it'll make a weird, you know, controversial segment on Dynamite where Shane McMahon comes out on Dynamite. No. 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 It's not going to happen, and... WWE trying to warn Tony Khan not to sign anybody. It's just their way of of trying to detour, the detour, TK uh, from hiring that guy or even doing something with him. Don't do it. He'll build blooding guts around himself or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Come on. It's almost like they're trying to get Tony Khan to want to bring this guy in. Exactly. For they want him they they really want him to and that just screams fucking plant to me yes man. yes that's the first thing i thought you know if i'm if i'm if i'm gonna pull out my inner brian kendrick here oh god if anybody is a plant it, it would be shane mcmahon i gotta pull oh, out yeah. my inner conspiracy theorist here when everybody thought mox was a plant yeah okay what? john fucking the... moxley <laughs> His a ass plant. is not give a fucking ass. <laughs> but Shane McMahon, I could see it, bro. I could see it. That, yeah, that that's the that's the first thing. That's the first thing. Um, that's the first thing I thought. That's the first thing. That's the first thing I thought, man. Is if anybody is being brought into this company as a fucking plant, I, I feel it would be Shane, be Shane McMahon. McMahon because why does he? Why is he acting out like this all of a sudden? It's almost all like. Yeah, it's almost it's like they feel AEW creeping up on them, and they need somebody to take the company down. And if I'm Tony Khan, I, no way, no, no way, way, I'm signing I'm Shane McMahon. I'll sign Triple H because oh, I know yeah. that man's heart lies in professional wrestling. Shane McMahon's heart does not lie in professional wrestling. I wouldn't. No. I I wouldn't sign him for shit. I wouldn't God, sign no. him for shit. No. God no, man. It's it's a trap. If it is a trap, or if it is planned, it's an obvious strap. If it's not planned, it's just something crazy that went down. Don't hire him anyways, man. Exactly. No matter what, do not hire that man. He's no. going to do something bad for your company, whether he's yeah. a plant or he just is dumb as hell. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. I can totally, totally see Shane McMahon being a plant. Why? Is WWE, like, somebody, hmm... 
for example, uh, if they ever release Mustafa Ali, is WWE going to reach out to AEW and say, don't no, sign him. Don't sign him. He he, he acted up. out during our during uh you know they they tried they tried doing that shit with um they tried doing that shit with CM Punk. Mm -hmm. Look how that worked out. Exactly. Don't, don't sign do him. Why not? I'd avoid you don't the trouble. Like him? Exactly. Come on, bro. Come on. He's just, he just brings nothing but trouble. But it's different for Shane. It really is. I, 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 I smell something fishy. There's some fishy ass shit going on with Shane. Mm -hmm. That man's plant. God damn. Oh, 100%. I could totally, totally, uh, totally see him being a, a, in a fucking WWE plant, bro. 100%. 100%. Yeah, man. Um,. Yeah, bro. I mean, weird, weird shit going on with Shane McMahon. I, I don't know. Kind of one of those things where we're gonna have to wait and see. But honestly, I, I don't think we'll just. I, I don't think we'll ever see him resurface. Uh, no, I don't think so. And I don't think Tony Khan would be dumb enough to sign this man legitimately. God no. God no. Something's fishy. Yeah, and with the actions of Shane McMahon. WWE backstage morale reportedly at an all-time low following the Royal Rumble event. Shocker. Yeah, for real. Um, WWE's annual Royal Rumble event was held this past Saturday at the Dome at America's Center, and the reception to the event has been polarizing. As learned from PW Insider earlier today, it would have seemed that the staff and talent feel a certain way about how things transpired, and morale is said to have been down after the event. A locker room source stated to PW Insider that a big reason for for this was the constant changes to plans. The, the talent had said, and I quote, we're all in a whirlwind. Just as you had your role and spots down, everything started. Everything starts over and over and over, and now most of us are back to square one. It was changed again and again and again, and it wasn't an easy night even before we hit the ring. It was said Man. that the men's, uh, that the men's holy shit. They said that the men's rumble match had up to twenty changes made. The women's Royal Rumble match was said to be no different as the female talent experienced for uh, similar issues. Brock Lesnar went on to win the Royal Rumble. Da -da -da -da. And yeah, that's that's pretty much the end of that. Just recaps what ended up happening. <sighs> Shit. Like uh, Durante, you're back. Thanks for coming back, man. I'm back. Had to let my phone charge. Hey, it's all good, bro. It happens. It's all good, man. Shit happens, bro. bro. <sighs> Look, man. WWE morale at an all-time low. I mean, we've seen this. We just read this with the Shane McMahon story that even people that don't complain were complaining, and mm -hmm. you know that 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 should that that should tell you something, bro. That should tell you something. I mean, it's just craziness, bro. It's just craziness with this company, bro. Morale's at an all-time low, and. Who, I mean, who expected any less? If I was in WWE, no shit morale would be no, low. Bro. 
Exactly. Oh my god, I can only imagine how low like, morale is at the moment. If you were a woman on the roster that is not Becky Lynch, Charlotte, or Ronda, you're not going to be used at all for the next year and a half. If you're a tag team, you're barely going to be used for the next year and a half. If you are a singles, like, uh, just a singles guy, you're not going to be used. If you're not, if you are not Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, maybe, if he's lucky, which he won't be. We don't know what's going to happen. Bobby Lashley, you aren't going to be used in any prominent manner for the next year and a half. What's there to be, what's, what it, how would you have morale? You know what I mean? How? Doesn't make sense, man. Does not make sense. I don't, of course, that are all time low. Why wouldn't it be, man? Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, and on top of everybody being released, you got mm-hmm. Shane McMahon going in there and, according to them, acting like a complete asshole to everybody for no reason. For no reason. Uh, it's, it's so weird, man. I just can't stop thinking about it. Like, why would he do all that? It's There's got to be more to the story, bro. There's exactly. really got to be more to the fucking story. There's a plant or something. Something's going on. Something's so, fishy. Absolutely. Something's very fishy. One of them situations, bro. But morale's at an all-time low. No shit. No shit. And then with that, there was another piece of news that we can bunch along with this. WWE talent feel ignored and spited by Vince McMahon. Man. God damn. damn. Uh, Vince McMahon is the chairman of WWE and oversees everything that goes into the company. Uh, right, writes down um, most minute of details. McMahon is larger than life. And okay, come on. This year's edition of the Men's Royal Rumble uh, was a very mixed bag for many fans. The most enticing, uh, the most enticing aspect of this year's edition of the Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, men and women's Royal Rumble is the likelihood of the Forbidden Door getting kicked in. Unfortunately, it was no avail, man. Well, we fucking told everybody, yeah. Uh, WWE talents were also said to be frustrated because of the last-minute changes to the Royal Rumble. According to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful Select, uh, following the Royal Rumble, the low morale and frustration in the locker room uh, reigned from those who rare from those who are rarely on television to consistent main eventers. It was said that one talent felt less heard in the time they had uh, in the time they had been in WWE. They added attempts to speak to Vince McMahon, go ignored, met with haste, or sometimes seeming or sometimes seemingly spiteful, go. Uh, go the other way based on their recommendations. There's also some frustrations of several contradictory decisions made in the recent months, which made WWE feel nothing matters outside of a select few people. Oh, that's exactly how it is. That's how it's always oh, been. That's how, that's how it's always been. Um, well, you know, WWE... Exactly. If you're not Roman Reigns, they, they don't give a shit about you. You know, exactly. Um, they really don't. I don't know why anybody would want to work for this company. Um, I really don't. One longtime talent said that nothing matters outside of four people, maybe, as yeah. as the vibe uh, as the vibe that they get. Over a half a dozen main roster talent pointed to the issues continue con, con, continue 
Jesus Christ, I cannot talk. Con continuity, Jesus. Continuity and nobody else, nobody else um, being designed to do anything. Several talent have felt that there was out of voice and reduced to making pleas on social media. Who the fuck said that, Mustafa Ali? WWE is also well aware that this year's Royal Rumble was not up to par. Uh, we will have to wait and see what other uh, whether backstage morale will be improved or not. It will God. not. Backstage morale will not be improved. WWE, the talent feels spited. The main eventers feel spited. Uh, nothing matters outside of four people. Maybe as the vibe people are getting. I mean, come on, bro. Come, come on, man. Yo. And then you wonder why Pete, why your talent uh, actively want to go work for Tony Khan. And then you come wonder. On. What do you expect? What do you really expect? Genuinely, bro. Genuinely. I mean, uh, this company, man, this company. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know at this point, man. I don't even know. I mean, but like I said, when you got the boss's son doing that, when you got the president of the company releasing everybody, when he's sitting front row to scout for his next batch of releases, you got... Vince McMahon spiting you, not listening to you, falling on deaf ears. Four people matter. If this is what is the camaraderie of the locker room, that's not going to translate to good television. NXT takeovers, the reason those fucking succeeded was because the talent believed it. The reason exactly. AEW succeeds is because the talent believes in it. The talent doesn't believe in your show, your show will not thrive. Exactly, Here we bro. are. Like, Here we Triple H are, man. Fucking motivational speeches in the fucking locker room before, during, and after every fucking takeover. TK does the same. He goes out in front of a live crowd and he does it. Yep. It's, it's passion. The reason it's, it it's, works is because it's passion. Exactly. There is, there, is not, there is no such thing as passion when you have bullshit like this happening exactly. in your company. Like all the things I just listed off. Owner's son, president, releases, spiting, oh, fucking no focus on anybody before people. All of that translates to no hope in the locker room. Morale is at an all-time low. Go fucking figure. And Shocker. Go figure. And this is why your show is shit. Because nobody exactly. fucking cares. It's a bunch of drama there's no love behind this wrestling. There's no passion behind this wrestling. They gave up on motivational speeches. And uh, being a professional wrestling company, it's strictly business. And it's strictly it's bullshit is what it yeah, is. Exactly. And it strictly sucks to work for. Literally, exactly. man. It's, it's ran by greed. Well, NXT and AW ran by passion. Look at the difference on TV. Come on, man. Come on. And that is what is going to give great content, bro. Passion. Yeah, exactly. That is what drives professional wrestling, dude. Fucking passion. Come on. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. WWE. Not granting Mustafa Ali's release. 
Jesus Christ. Shocker. WWE. Eh. The reason why is even worse. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. WWE has no intention of granting Mustafa Ali his release at this time. He's not been on TV since he had a backstage argument with Vince McMahon over the direction of his character. Good for him. Round of applause for Mustafa Ali. Good for him. Um, Over the direction of his character. There are no current plans for Ali in WWE. Sean Ross Sapp reported on the latest episode of Fightful Select. An interesting thing to point out is that Mustafa Ali has more than a year on his WWE contract. If things don't change, it could be a long time before he gets his chance to shine again. Uh, Fightful have... Fightful have learned via WWE sources that the term value was used in the reason in the reasoning behind keeping Mustafa Ali under contract. He's not been brought back to TV since an argument with Vince McMahon over creative direction. Despite the two things, as of now, we were told that there are no working plans creatively for Mustafa Ali. Which would certainly change, which could certainly change at any moment. We're also, we're also told that there is little correspondence, if any, between the two sides. Beyond that, Fightful have learned that Mustafa Ali has well over a year, at least, on his WWE deal. Although we haven't heard of a specific expiration date on the on the deal. The hashtag free uh, end quote. The hashtag free Ali movement has taken hold as fans try to convince WWE to let Mustafa Ali go. WWE has not budged an inch thus far. Well, uh, we'll see if the continued pressure from Ali and the public makes uh, any difference in WWE's approach to the future of Ali. Mustafa Mm -hmm. Ali is a guy that has passion. We just talked about this. We just talked about this. This is a guy that's passionate about his craft. He wants to do shit. He wants to do things even more than professional wrestling. Just a passionate guy. And this is how you treat him. You want to brag about money. You want to brag about all these millions and billions and billions of dollars you're bringing in from years ago till now. Well, if you want... Listen, this is this is a... a we The one time we asked WWE to release somebody, they, they, they don't. But when, but when we don't want WWE to let people go during the middle of a pandemic, half the roster gets released. Exactly. And Mustafa Ali is a guy who's very passionate about professional wrestling, a guy that we can all get behind, a guy that I absolutely love had an anti-WWE gimmick, and now it is just aged perfectly. Um, it really has, bro. That probably uh, be and I yeah, and I think we all knew that when he kind of oh when he talks, you can just tell there's a lot of realism behind what it. he's saying. Exactly, because he knows it's true. He yeah. knows it's true, man. And <clears throat> they're talking about they see value in him. They know his value. They don't value him exactly. like that. Exactly. They just won't hold him till people forget about him. They see the value. Go. They see the value. That Tony Khan can have in a Mustafa Ali. Exactly. They themselves don't value him at all. They just want him 
they just want his contract to just be ran through. People will forget about him, and then he's then he's free. That's what they want to do, and it's yeah. fucked up, man. Did the same thing with Pac. They want to do the same thing with Ali. Yep, they're going to make him sit and wait for <clears throat> years upon years. What I like about Ali, he's on Twitter holding he's, his fucking ground. He's talking about it every time he can. No, I don't want to be in the Rumble. I want my release. No, I don't want to have a mania tweet, <laughs> That really is, bro. I can't wait to see his mania tweets. I can't wait to see his Saudi tweets. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let this fucking guy go. Let this guy go. You do not value him. You value keeping him away from Tony Khan. That is what you value. Um, exactly. You know, you released... I'm not saying this in a way to sound disrespectful to Mustafa Ali. You released Bray Wyatt, but you won't release Mustafa Ali. Exactly. Exactly. What? It's because he asked for it. Mm-hmm. If he didn't ask for it, he, he would have got released in the next batch. Oh, yeah. If he stayed on TV just doing absolutely nothing, he probably would. He probably but would would have been released. Now, now they feel insulted. The fact that he <clears throat> spoke up like a mm-hmm. normal-ass person, like a, like a strong-minded individual would do, the fact that he spoke up and said, hey, fuck you. I is... ain't doing this shit. Book me good. Is... Yeah. What made them hate him. And it's exactly. it's just how they work. It's exactly. just how they work, man. Exactly, bro. Now they feel disrespected. So now they're going to say fuck you to him right back. And the fact that, you know, Nick Khan would have released him. Nick oh, Khan would have released him. But the fact that he got in an argument with Vince McMahon and there was a big thing with Vince McMahon. This is what Vince likes to do. Vince okay. took the reins here and said, no, 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 Nick. We're keeping no. him. Don't release him. Because if this was up to Nick Khan, gone. Oh, he would have been gone by now. Mm-hmm. But it's all Vince. Vince the, wants to fight because he's petty. But the fact that he got in an argument with Vince, now he's being spited because Vince McMahon and him got in an argument. And now we can't go anywhere from there until Vince McMahon really gives uh all the all the bit of uh fuck you right back in his face so exactly man exactly ridiculous it's, it's, it's obvious how it is free mustafa ali bro free exactly. ali free ali man god damn please all right man and the last story we got for you guys tony khan promises more big signings and the return mm. of the forbidden door hmm Tony Khan appeared on a recent episode of Bustin Open, uh, Busted Open Radio. There, he talked about his plans for future talent acquisitions. Khan emphasized that there will be big names coming into AEW in the near future. Khan also spoke about the possibility for more cross-promotion with other rival wrestling organizations. The AEW leader noted that the Forbidden Door will be opening again very soon. And I quote... Just in the last several weeks, we've made some big ones, and I plan to make more big signings. Not in the long term, not in the long term future. I mean, in the short term future. When Tony Khan knows, I love how he brags, bro. Oh, I love it. I love like. And one thing I like about Tony Khan, and this is completely my fault. 
He doesn't say shit like this when he knows a Gargano or a Keith Lee isn't coming in right now. Exactly. When he has a big signing, like a Jeff that he knows he's going to get, he'll say, in a couple months. Mm -hmm. Me, or AEW not bringing in people and me being upset about it is completely my fault. That's me creating my own hype, but that's me being a wrestling fan. What do you expect? I wanted to see Gargano because I'm a wrestling fan, and... You know, I'm not necessarily mad at AEW. I'm just like, fuck, damn, I wanted to see him. Kind of sad, but Mm -hmm. we'll get him eventually. That's me creating my own hype. I completely take responsibility for that. Or I will admit the one time they they were like, it was like really was the Brody King time. Uh, The first episode of TBS, they kind of hyped up a huge episode and it was just an episode. Just an episode. But that's going to happen. Not every show is going to be a banger. But anyway, I love how Tony Khan, when this dude knows he got Tony some shit up he... his sleeve, this no, dude, oh, this dude brags so hard and it's it's great. Exactly, so, bro. I plan to make some big signings, not in the long-term future. I mean in the short-term future. <coughs> Revolution. <coughs> mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll still be active in the free agent market and the forbidden door shall be opening again very soon. I guarantee you we'll be making news out of tonight's show and then we'll have some big news next week too. I have Mm -hmm. to say, I love listening to the wrestling fans. I love, I love wrestling myself and I'm a fan. I believe the fans give us the direction and it's up to us to give great shows to people that uh to give great shows that the people want to see i don't Mm -hmm. want it to be i don't want it to be handed down on high for me uh for me anytime we can sign somebody that's going to make the fans excited to see them come in here and give the fans big matches that they're excited to watch and bring new fans into aew it's a great opportunity for us and i will continue to explore the free agent market and the forbidden door will uh, will be opening again soon. End quote. And Tony Khan. Tony Khan's words cause a great deal of hype leading in, leading up to next week's AEW Dynamite. There's a boatload of big name free agents looking for new homes. At least some of them will be finding their way to All Elite Wrestling. Lee. Actually, I think I got something on Lee. Uh, Mm-hmm. okay oh no no sorry that was just something i seen on ringside news just keith lee trends huge yeah, he was just trending uh, today, big. uh keith lee trends huge upon tony khan's comments and carrying cross carrying cross posts a picture on his twitter of him standing in the middle of the street and if you look at the street, he is at Adams and LaSalle. That is in downtown Chicago. And on, that was on the same fucking day AEW held Dynamite in Chicago. Exactly, bro. Exactly. He was teasing. He was obviously teasing. Karrion Cross was going to be a original member of AEW. And after his... WWE after his NXT run that was great. Mm-hmm. I I think he'll be making his way in, especially with the names they're letting go. It's not only the names that 
we reported to you, but apparently there's more in the next 30 to 60 days. So there's going to be some in the imminent future. So carrying cross, carrying cross, I think is going to be all elite for sure. Keith Lee trends huge uh, Mm -hmm. after these comments were made by TK. Everybody, dude, there's there's literally only one place for Keith Lee to go. There's literally one one place. place for this man to go. A E fucking I cannot w. wait. Who else is he talking about? Be... John Morrison is a free agent in two weeks. Bray Wyatt, free agent. Gargano, free agent. Free oh, who, agent. Who's the other guy I'm forgetting? Uh, fuck. Wyatt, Lee, Gargano, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, <laughs> free agent as of March 9th. A lot of these guys are free Man. agents, and Amber, I think Tony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tegan Knox also a free agent in two weeks with John Morrison. Uh, Swerve, mm-hmm. free agent. Swerve. Um, in Jump two weeks over. with Morrison. Was <laughs> <Both> trying to <laughs> make a WWE return already. Bro, really is, bro, desperate. Oh man, this is getting exciting. Revolution. It's We're going to see big. some big fucking names. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee exactly, you, bro. bro. We're, we yeah, might exactly. see another double debut. We might see a triple I debut. I could definitely see a double debut at least, bro. Yeah. I could see one for the women. I could see one for the men. I could see maybe two for the men. I could, I was going to say, I, I see another all-out situation. Well, Jeff yeah. won't be a free agent then. He becomes a free agent oh, right yeah. afterwards. Oh, yeah, he does. God damn But I'm saying this now. Jeff Hardy versus Darby fucking Allen at Double or Nothing. It. Book it. Book it, bro. I, mean, I want to see it. Andrade's getting involved with Sting. Sting's with Darby Allen. Andrade's kind of with Matt Hardy right now. Kind of teasing him, man. Might be. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. man, oh man. But something big's coming. A lot of people at Revolution. Revolution's oh, yeah. going to be a revolution, bro. I can't Rebel, wait. The revolution. Johnny hey. fucking wrestling. Um Yeah, uh dude, I think I th- I think the earlier half of the year is gonna be great for AEW and I think it's gonna set them up for the later half of the year. Um, exactly. For a lot of feuds, a lot of big moments. Cannot mm-hmm. wait, bro. Mm-hmm. Really cannot wait. Absolutely. I think double or nothing we see Bray. I think Revolution, these are just predictions. I think Revolution, we see Gargano and Keith. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Cross, too. You know, the, hey, everybody too. knows Everybody knows about the double debut. Uh, so is it really out of the realm to do a for AEW to swerve and do a triple debut? Exactly. They're going to swerve us. Or do, a, uh-huh. or do a double debut with the next night. Do one or two more. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and then you always got to take that into consideration too. The dynamite after sometimes can have a couple surprises. So there's there's big shit coming, man, and I can't. Oh wait. yeah, the the beginning half of the year is gonna set them up so well for the later mm-hmm. half of the year, because dude, this company's literally going to be stacked. This it really is going real. to be stacked, bro. Um, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I don't know about Morrison. But, uh, yeah, sure, but 
But if they wanted to use him, you know, you could take Frankie Monet as well, or, you know, uh, Taya Valkyrie as well. <laughs> so, you know, you can absolutely use her, bro. Uh, but, dude, I love I love uh, hearing Tony Khan. Uh, Adam Cole always used to talk about how TK's love for wrestling is contagious. When he Damn. talks about signing people, it it's gets me so bro. excited. It gets exactly. me so excited, bro. And, man... <laughs> Shit, bruh. Let's just say a lot of shirts will be added to the collection this year, bro. Mm -hmm. Lots and um, lots of shirts. Yes, bro. Gargano, Lee, Bray, fucking um, so many people. The Cross, you know, he, the shit's gonna Truly. be great. The shit's gonna be great, man. I don't know why I keep yawning. It's fucking 6.5. But, um, that's it, dude. That's it. After... Two and a half hours of news, loaded week for news. So, mm -hmm. um, but hey, man, love getting on here to chat with you guys. Uh, Hell yeah. Hell hashtag, yeah. let's start it now. Do not flag the Notorious Heels podcast on Spotify. That's a long hashtag, but I feel it coming, man. I may have said some some sensitive words, but it's all good, man. It's all good, <laughs> I guess. Oh, but fucking Mr. Kendrick over there. If he gets his yeah. flag, bro, I'm if tweeting he gets at us him. Flag, he, I'm tweeting at his ass, bro. But look, man, that is going to do it for this edition. Thank you guys for uh, all you guys who came. Durante, Hook. Hook is hook, in the man. chat. Hey, my boy. My prediction is Bray Wyatt will debut and Keith Lee at Revolution because seven days later, Wyatt has his first meet and greet at the Showcase of Legends, March 13th. Oh, that is true. Hook. Wow, look at that. Giving us giving us a different outlook. Mia Yim as well. Forgot about her. I you know, I, I like that. I could see that. I could totally I see that. Could. We should probably send Hook, right? Um, probably. I would say. Oh, fuck it, man. We'll, we'll stay. We'll read chat for a minute before I do the outro. Why not? It's not like SmackDown comes on in 15 minutes or anything, right? Who watches that shit? I don't watch that shit. No one does. I could totally see that, dude. I could... Damn. Now now that you say that, I could totally see that. Everyone knows Killer Cross is coming. Hey, Logan, we got Hook in the chat, man. Your your boy. We got Look Hook. Um, Athena Moon is all elite. Love it. Yeah, Love it. Fine. Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen. Fuck yes. I was going to talk more, but I was enjoying some pork ribs. Hey, bruh. Hey, I had hey, some pulled pork. Rich. I had some pulled pork last night, bruh. Got to respect it. Got to respect it. Um, Hook, let me ask you. How was it when you were in that strip club, bro? I, I got to ask. Was that a, just a little bit awkward? I got to ask, bruh. I don't know, bro. It's kind of going crazy. Can't <laughs> lie. We should probably send Hook. Yeah, we sent him, dude. He's in the chat. Athena... Yeah, dude, I could totally see it, bro. And now that Hook, now that Hook has said that, now that Hook has spoken, I could I could totally see Wyatt at Revolution. I've totally forgot about his first meet and greet, dude. March 13th. I could see it, man. On the I 13th, could see it. His first meet and greet. I could totally see it, dude. But yeah, so thank you guys for uh, all coming in, man. We got Logan, Durante. Our boy Durante back in the chat. We got Hook, Eric. Thank you guys all for coming out. The Goat, Goat Fedna, back hey, in the chat. Our boy, 
Bro, oh, bully. Bro. <laughs> bro, bully Fedna, bro. He, he was in the chat. But look, like I said, let's start the hashtag now. Do not flag the Notorious Heels podcast. Please. Spotify. Spotify, do not flag the Notorious Heels podcast. Just do I all that. It was not us. We do not believe that shit. I'm really excited about the future of AEW. Hell yeah. Totally, man. Hell yeah. Totally. I'm fucking pumped, bro. I'm genuinely pumped. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for the likes, bro. We got five likes Thank today. You. Thank you, guys. Real I appreciate shit. all you guys. Thank you, guys, for stopping by. Like I said, everybody I just named off, thank you, guys, for stopping by. And everybody that's watching this on the replay, thank you for sticking with us, bro. We always love doing this shit for you guys, man. So I want to know why this show is great. Passion. Passion, take man. notes wwe take exactly. fucking notes um WWE yeah bro mm-hmm. and yeah as we inch closer to revolution and all these uh short-term future signings for AEW that i'm absolutely pumped about um thank you guys all for coming into this episode man thank you guys for taking a little bit of your day to spend it with spend it with us man so thank you guys again once again it has been a pleasure Always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, episode 95 of The Newsman. Thank you guys again. JD sent me here, by the way. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's real shit, bro. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. JD, Jesse, our boys. Here, Hell yeah. The Tory Seals podcast. Hell yeah, bro. Those are our guys, man. Those are our guys. But yeah, Hell bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for all stopping by again. And with that, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. We'll see you guys then. Thank you guys. Peace.